Welcome to Raising Nashville. I'm Bucky. Juice box. <laughs> sorry, sorry, guys. Juice box. Oh boy. And uh, if you couldn't tell by now, uh, we are following suit because it is the month of October. So we are bringing you four straight episodes uh, that kind of deal with uh, spirits and lore and the draw of October and the uh, the holiday of Halloween. Yeah. And with that being said, we actually took a field trip yesterday and we decided to do what many Tennesseans have decided to uh, pass on, which is uh. because of because of uh, old boys, a big fan of lore and history. Right. We wanted to do something for Nashvilleians that actually have not had this opportunity to take a, a drive about 35 minutes northeast of Nashville and check out the town of northwest. Adams, Tennessee. North, sorry, northwest right. of Nashville. It's You're okay. right. It's all right. I, need to, I was turned around. More people getting lost. So we went to check out the town of Adams, Tennessee, which is very famous, not only nationally, but internationally because of one reason. It is a, a, a scary, spooky legend of the Bell Witch. Which I've always told my kid that uh, he he's like, who's the Bell Witch? And I'm like, okay, so if you go in the bathroom and you say the Bell Witch three times in the mirror, she's going to like, appear. And he's like, so Bloody Mary? And I'm like, yeah. no. I'm, I'm like, the Bell Witch was the original Bloody Mary. Candyman? It's the, it's the OG Bloody Mary. And that's literally my history personally with the bell witch like that's what i thought it was right but when we were kids and of course you know it's a, it's closer to home than most but um that was a legend yeah you go in the bathroom and turn the light off and say its name three times or something like yeah, that and right? she appears right right yeah i don't think she's ever done that yeah uh, not growing up here i had never heard of the bell witch until maybe six years ago have either of you done it yeah, 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 of course. You have done it? Yeah, for sure. I have it, but now I'm going to tonight. Okay, how about we take a pause real quick, and we're going to send you in the bathroom with no lights. We're going to have you say the Bell Witch in the mirror three times. Okay, does it work with its daylight outside? Well, oh, there's yeah. no there's no windows in the bathroom, so it's still pitch black dark. Okay. It doesn't have to be a nighttime thing. Okay, I, I don't know if I want to do this. <laughs> You're already getting scared? It's. A, I'll do it when you guys aren't here, I swear. Uh, <laughs> I promise. <laughs> don't believe you but yeah we took a field trip yesterday and we decided to go up to uh the bell witch haunted cave and cabin tour tour yeah so if you go about 35 minutes northwest of nashville you end up in adams tennessee you end up on this farm that houses the cabin well a recreation of the cabin that the bell witch haunted and then you go to the cave, which I'm still confused as to where is this where the bell right. lived, or are we just going in a cave? That's kind of a bonus. Yeah, they kept. We'll get to the tour. Yeah, because like the the cave, they kept saying it was like a you know a natural refrigerator for the family. But I was like, so she's haunting the refrigerator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's like Ghostbusters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So, so okay, so before we get into what we experienced yesterday, and we want all of you to know about our experience, so you can decide on your own whether to go. Uh, we want to give you, for the, for the people out there that don't know the story of the Bell Witch, we kind of want to give you a little bit of a background on what actually happened uh, hundreds of years ago. Yeah, let me take you through the history. So there is a, a gentleman, I guess he's a gentleman named John Bell, and his family, <laughs> they moved from North Carolina to Adams, Tennessee back in the early 1800s. Mm-hmm. ton of kids, I'm not going to name them all. Uh, lots of J names, John, there was, Jesse. There was a few Js. Jamie. Um, so Gary, I'm sorry. <laughs> there is no Gary. So around, um, so they, they come to Adams, they settle down, they start up a farm, very successful. Everything's golden, right? Yep. And this is, this is, this is real frontier. This is kind of pre-expansion of America. So pre-civil war, um, real frontier days. So you've got John Bell, uh, around 1817, he's out on the farm and he sees this creature and it has, all right, we, it has the body of a dog and the head of a rabbit, all right, which is That spooky. could be anything back then. What? Uh, no, no, that couldn't be anything back then. <laughs> that, that's got was to it be, a big rabbit or a normal-sized rabbit? It was a, a medium-sized dog rabbit head. Okay. Okay, so 
what I'm what what fascinates me about the story is um he didn't go he didn't run home raving mad about it like he just brushed it off to well this is a you know fairly new country that's my that, that's exactly <laughs> what I was just trying to prove like this is this could be normal this oh, so so okay so. I got out of my truck last night after going to the store and there was a creature in my yard that was twice the size of a cat and moved twice as fast turns out I think it was a raccoon. Probably so. You but should check your attic. I stood the there for a minute. The bell witch is at your house. <laughs> you, did you take a rock home? I, I, God, I didn't, but I took some mud on my butt from sitting in the cave. That's the problem. We'll get into that. We'll definitely get into that. Okay, so, okay. It could have been a raccoon. All right. Did, uh, okay, so anyway, he goes home and thinks, eh, you know, probably normal. So that night, um, they start hearing scratching noises, typical poltergeist shit, right? Some scratches, some knocking outside the house. Gnawing on the, uh, what was it? The the legs of the bed. Of the, the bedpost? legs yeah. of the bedpost. Well, that's gnawing. It starts like, yeah, outside. There's rats everywhere. Yeah, those noises, poltergeist stuff. If you if you study up on poltergeist, they, the noises and everything start outside. And then after a couple of nights of that, like incessantly, just going on, everybody goes outside to look, nothing there. Then, then it moves inside, yep. and that's when you get gnawing on bedposts and covers getting ripped off, doors slamming, cabinets opening. At your it's basically like trickster. the movie Paranormal Activity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but exactly in the eighteen hundreds. In the eighteen hundreds, yeah. The more you're describing this, the more it just sounds like it was a raccoon. Like this dude <laughs> just saw a raccoon. The raccoon got in his house. Like started gnawing around some stuff because I don't know if you guys have ever had a, like had the misfortune of having a raccoon in the attic at your house. It's the worst, and it sounds like a it sounds like everything you're just describing. Like it's scratching around, it's crawling around. It sounds like a person banging around up there. Like, it's in the walls. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That could yeah, that could be it. Yeah. Sorry, I'm no. just, I'm debunking this whole thing. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm so uh, now the bed sheets. I don't know about the bed sheets. Or you're right. It's 1800 quilts. Okay. I'm sorry. Quilts. So, yeah. Quilts. Can, can, please continue. So um so that starts happening right so then after a while they're uh and then they start hearing here's what kind of makes this one a little unique and and from other poltergeists because uh this poltergeist or this spirit found a voice and it starts talking to the folks and Mm -hmm. starts singing songs and it starts talking to them okay and we're talking what do you real quick poll what do you guys think is creepier songs being sung to you or just somebody talking to you like out of nowhere well, it depends on the song it's definitely song it's like no matter yeah. what song right it's like if someone if you're walking through your house and there's somebody singing a song like in your ear and they said it was like at first it was like real low and it sounded like an old lady and yeah. <laughs> that is, that is creepy yeah. man so um yeah it starts whispering it's singing little songs but the voice starts getting stronger and it starts doing like imitations of people's voices um it starts quoting scripture predicting weather uh it sang songs no one's ever heard before which i'm thinking i've got a theory i bet it's like adele and then <laughs> and it could and it could speak in multiple languages and stuff and well they said like they're like it, it it started singing songs they've never heard before and they're like it's beautiful and i'm like man i bet, I bet that spirit's singing some singing some adele songs man they're like blown away right so it also became. We need uh, to look into it. It also became more uh, malevolent towards certain members of the family. Like it, it, it heckled the shit out of all of them and pestered them to death. Right? Yeah, but there were some people, members of this family, that the the spirit loved, and some that uh, it, it hated. Right, and it it the father John Bell incessantly badgering this dude. Right, just constantly calling him names, pinching him, contorting his face, and stuff. And what, like the middle daughter, Betsy Bell, it it would pinch her, pull her hair, slap her around like constantly. Yeah, that, like the girl got no rest. But tell the story on why it did that to Betsy Bell. Well, as a so this went on for like a year, right? And then the family they kept it a secret, and they're very well respected in their community. Um, but they decided they could no longer keep it a secret, so they started inviting neighbors and friends of their of the community in. They're like, we need help. So these people started coming in to witness it and this thing has a voice right i mean it so people start talking to it and like asking it questions and it's it's answering questions it's it becomes like friendly with townsfolk Mm -hmm. it goes to church it uh (laughs) it attends functions like it spies on people it gossips it's weird 
It's real so, weird. So it's like Kevin Bacon and Hollow Man. It, that's it. You just that's can't it. see it, but well, it's really there. But it's really there. When we get to theories, I got my own theory. So, um, so when I, asked I hope why it's, it's Kevin Bacon <laughs> Hollow, <laughs> one degree, <laughs> one degree to Kevin Bacon, it is Kevin Bacon. <laughs> so, <laughs> so uh, when asked, they're like. Clearly, this, you know, everybody's got questions for this thing, and they're not, they they want to know what it is and why it's there. And it gives different reasons uh, to, to its origin, which are which I think is great. It just lies to people. Um, but the reason it says it's there is two reasons. It says it's there to kill the dad, which it will do, it says. And it's there to prevent the daughter from marrying this kid named Joshua Gardner, who she's sweet on, right? Those are the two reasons, and that's about it. Yep. And – so and that and that's why she's picking on the two. So the daughter goes on to not marry Joshua Gardner and heeds the advice of the witch, right, or the well, spirit, her sweetheart. Yeah. So her and this kid Josh, they're they're hitting it off. Everything's looking good. They're like, screw the witch, right, or the mm-hmm. spirit, whatever it is, and um, and it just it constant berating. And so that she at the, at the end of the day, she said, if you marry this dude, I will not. You will not have a day of peace. So, and already the the spirit was pulling her hair and slapping her in the face. Oh and yeah, beating the shit out of her. Like we listened to on this those was tapes. Betsy. Yeah, yeah Betsy okay. throwing like, rocks at her. Gotcha. Yeah, apparently beating the shit out of her where she's in the the bed for like three days. Yep. So she calls off her engagement to Josh, mm-hmm. and once that happens, the ghost is like, "Cool with her, man." Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then apparently good. this other loser dude comes along and uh, courts her, and her she ends up marrying him and being poor the rest of her life. Well, what's funny is so I, I, the the tour got me out of twenty bucks. I bought the book, right? And but the book paints a different story. It says she went on to live a fine life okay. with this dude, and he was like a legislator and stuff. So I got to think maybe he was. So li- maybe li- the- okay. Are you saying that the people that gave the tour may have not read the book? <laughs> I was going to say, I, all of yesterday, I was a little bit questionable about the uh, the actual facts here yeah, um, some, when we were getting this tour. We're getting some different stories for sure. But it's uh, but yeah, so that was in the book. It was like she went on and it's written by her great nephew or whatever. Right. So, it, I mean, it sounds pretty legit. It's like, yeah, she lives in Mississippi. I went and saw her. She corroborated the story. Uh she lived a fine life to 87 years old, but hmm. once she decided not to marry homeboy, the spirit was like, like super cool with her. Like, you good? You need anything? I get you something. <laughs> so that happens. Um, and then also uh, around 1817, the the dad fi- like falls ill, and the witch the whole time. The spirit is like, yep, that's me. That's me. As I'm doing that. And then uh, and then the dad dies, and she's like, I did that, you guys. <laughs> and she produces a vial of like black liquid. And the family tested on a cat, kills the cat, and the the spirit's like, "Yeah, that was me. I killed, I killed John Bell." Okay, so yeah, I remember that from the story yesterday. How I'm a little unclear how, how they does the produce, spirit hold. Yeah, how do they produce the vial? That, like, what does that mean? Um. Oh, so the, so the spirit could just produce things like out of thin air, and it was like, "Hey, here it is." This so is all of a sudden, out of nowhere, there was just a vial that appeared. I so guess it's like, I'm kind of unclear like, too. I don't that's know. That's the most convincing part of this whole damn story of something like appearing out of nowhere. I, yeah, I don't know if it was like beside the aspirin or something, but it was, or if, you know, I don't, I don't know where it was. But it, so, so for those of you out there, so far, this spirit is not that scary. It has actual motives. Yeah, and they're not like serious things. It's not like she's going after a. A rapist or trying to make something right. Here's right. here's my theory. Old man John Bell. John? John Bell. Yeah, John he's Bell. The which, is man, all, which is also the lead singer of a band called Widespread Panic. Okay. Old man Widespread Panic was like <laughs> sick of his life. So he just got some pharmaceutical grade morphine and it just happened to be black. And he put it in a vial so no one knew what it was and just... Did it off himself? Out. Yeah, black tar heroin. Bla- yeah. Like, uh, like my whole family spirit. is crazy. I'm crazy because there's something Kevin Bacon like that's attacking me <laughs> the night. Like I'm, I'm done. I'm done with this. I'm, yeah. I'm taking sure. the easy way out. I mean, yeah. And then the and then the witch is taking credit for it. Like, hey, yep, yep, that was me. Told you, told you, I'd do it. But here's <laughs> God. Here's a here's the best part is this happens and then she goes away, right? Um, so, all right. So then, uh, after the dude dies, it sticks around for like two more weeks. It's kind of doing its, its tour of goodbyes, you know, give everybody hugs. <laughs> Literally <laughs> in this tour, let me stop you there. In this tour, they said, yeah, she's going to give us two more weeks. Like she already said that, 
or it already said that. It was like, I'm here for about two more weeks. Yeah, two more weeks. So they're always know? counting down the days. Probably, yeah. Well, you know, this thing, This thing. do y'all know what a, a gin is? Do you know what a gin is? It's like a demon, right? Like yeah, a, a genie. It's okay. where gen- it's where genie comes from. So it's a Middle Eastern spirit that um, it's very very much like this, which I, it's it, they're trickster spirits basically. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're good, sometimes they're bad, and they're called gin. And like um, it it reminds me a lot of this, which I, I you know I don't know if that makes it more tangible or not. But anyway, um, what was it? Like? Well, we were I, talking was, about the the bell witch being there for two more weeks. Oh yeah, yeah. and then on her like her last day, she says some things. Well, she says, "All right, I'll be back in seven years, you guys." I thought it was a hundred and seven. Well, uh, it says I'll be back in seven years. Okay, and then um, and then it does. Apparently, it supposedly comes back. It visits the oldest brother, John Bell, who she liked for two more weeks. By the way, right? Yeah. It stuck around. Yeah, they had they had a lot of conversations. Nightly some, chats is what they were yeah, trying night, to tell us. Nightly chats and. And, uh, and did some prophesizing, talked about the past, and kind of clarified some things. Like, yeah, some people thought this happened, but it really this is what happened. And then talked about the future. This is going to happen. Supposedly, the Civil War, World Wars, end times. So there's that. And then she, after that, she said, okay, I'll be back in 107 years. I know you won't be here, but I'll talk to your family, and nobody can uh, verify if that happened or not. Right, because the Bell family was at, more or less out of that area at that time. Right? Yeah, right. which was uh, 1935 was the 107 years when yeah. she was supposed to return. Should have been 1935, and nobody knows if if, the, if it happened. Because I think the Bell family at the time, or, or even currently, is kind of like, yeah, we're kind of, we don't want to talk about it anymore. So do you guys so. think, like, when she came back, when the Bell Witch came back for two weeks and was talking to that dude, like, every night, like, he was just having to sit there for hours listening to, and there's going to be a war. <laughs> like, I, did, I, yeah. I would get so, I would be like, look, I, you might be saying some prophetic things, but Jesus. Get out you, of here with that <laughs> voice. Well, like. I don't know, man, because it talks. It, it talks about it. Did talk in a, it talked in different voices. It's like it had different personalities. Mm-hmm, um, right. The book I read was like it talk. It could it could mimic people's voices, and it could, uh, but it didn't always talk like that. See, I guess I just keep going back to that because of the tour. Yeah, the tour. Yeah, for sure. Is that what I she mean, sounded like on the tour? I'll yeah, give you a sample. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. So. So anyway, yeah, I, that'd be torture. I'd be like, okay. Dude, so let me ask you this: What if where's she's, that vial at? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what if she showed up in 1935, 107 years later? The bells are gone from the area, and she's like hanging out for two weeks looking for these bells, never finds anybody. And then her plan <laughs> is to show up 107 years after that, which would technically be 2042. So, do you think the bell up in Adams, Tennessee, they're going to have a big 2042 party? Just a, a welcoming party? Just for the- that. Like, everybody comes out like they do with the UFOs and stuff. We all make signs. I mean, they're already capitalizing on this as much as possible. So, if they were smart, yes, they would do that. A 2042 yeah. party. They need yeah. to, like, just add on to the legend and be like, oh, we discovered this piece of paper in the cave. Yeah, and, somebody and, hit that and, CD player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We discovered this piece of paper. Board. The Bell Witch is actually coming back next weekend. <laughs> Tickets yep. are half price. Listen, listen, it's talking. Hit play, hit play. <laughs> anyway, so uh so yeah. So, so that's so the story of the Bell Witch. That's more or less a story. And uh so nobody knows if she's come back, if she's gonna come back, or if she, you know, skipped town, went down to Boca Raton, we don't know. Okay, so basically just to sum it up, basically what I got out of that story is no one's heard from the Bell Witch since eighteen twenty four. Or eighteen twenty eight or something like yep, that. That's about right. Yeah, okay. but yet we're still chasing it. Yeah. Well, yeah, because at the time it was it, once word got out, once they started telling people, like it was world renowned. Apparently, like people came from all over. Yeah. And this was in the eighteen hundreds. Yep. And back then, you got to think. Back then, they were charging twenty bucks a tour, <laughs> <laughs> which is crazy Which money. Is big money back in the day. It's crazy money, man. Big it's money. good to know that inflation hasn't changed the price of that tour. They did say, and this blows me away, if you want to go to Adams, Tennessee and check it out, um, they actually had to tear down the original cabin because too many people showed up in the early 1800s to see this yeah. place. Um, so they recreated the cabin. And now that the Bell Witch story is over, we want to give you our story of the Bell Witch and uh, Adams, Tennessee. 
All right, I'll, I'll, hold on. I want to give you a quick list of some phenomenal shit that this thing has claimed to have done. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah, well, um, yeah. You definitely need to. Do all right. That. So reading this book, and you know, it, it is a book. You got to write some fanciful stuff to uh, to sell books. So, um, uh, all right. So there's a story they couldn't name names. Apparently, yeah, it'd be too much. A man from England stayed three months with the bells, and the spirit made some long distance calls for him. Like, would say, "Hey, man." Uh, you want to know what your folks are doing back home? He's like, yeah, sure. So it would pop up in England under his voice and talk to his family like, hey. And then whatever they said, it would pop back over here and be like, here's what they said. And it would be in their voices. Hmm. And when he went home, he corroborated it. But again, no names. When did this happen? Uh, I guess in the 18, eight, I, 18, 18, 18, 19, something. Oh, okay. So like so three the, years later when he while went she home. Was, yeah. So when he, yeah, when he okay, got all so the way back. In the thick of it. Yeah, basically. So he traveled all the way there just to witness that. Um, it would predict the weather and invite uh, advise like the older brother on business dealings, what to do, what not to do. Um, it made claims it was a spirit of heaven, hell, and earth, and not beholden to time or space, which I think is really intriguing philosophy for the eighteen hundreds. Time and space. I think that's um. Yeah, a little early. Yeah, and it claimed it was millions of years old. And you got to think like these these people didn't think like that. They thought the earth is thousands of years old right so but i don't know when, when was that claim when was that claim made in the eight in the thick of it in the 18 oh okay that so, wasn't something that like later on people were just like oh yeah it said this too yeah no it, it when it said it was like a spirit of heaven and hell it said it's millions of it was created millions of years ago which is i don't know kind of intriguing to me i mean it's it yeah no, i mean for it, sure in rural, um, in rural tennessee that uh, yeah i mean i'm not trying to talk shit about whatever but. right but i mean you got to think and and it, it claims spirits or, or i claimed uh christianity's true the truth you know the true religion yeah. and so when on. they were saying that on the tour i was like oh, okay yeah so um, it's it's something um it uh it really liked the mom and it it like helped her get back to health it would it would give her medicine and fruits and berries out of thin air like to help help her get back to hell oh yeah i remember that in the story this yeah. is turning into the most least scary thing i've ever well that's what encountered. i'm saying it's 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 weird i don't know if it's necessarily always scary i mean but like all right on the other hand like some kid did something wrong and it the spirit told us that you need to, him. you need to go tell your mom <laughs> and the kid and the kid was like i'm not doing that so it told the mom it's like you need to spank your kid and the mom was like I'm not going to do it. I don't know if it's true or not. So the spirit just, <laughs> just up grabbed this kid and spanked him. And the quote from the guy as an old man said, it was a spanking not to be forgotten. And I'm thinking, man, a hmm. disembodied, like getting picked up and spanked by, by nothing Kevin Bacon. By air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I bet uh, it was fierce. Now, now I'm on the spirit side because yeah. – it's into spanking. This too. is like your loophole into spanking. Yeah, what, it what disciplined big? kids, man. It's bell witch. It was yep, bell, bell witch. witch. <laughs> this hurts the bell witch more than it does me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's really good. Um, it um, it invested heavily into uh, early, early on, and heavily into Microsoft, Google, and Facebook. <laughs> It would uh, it would pull this horseless sleigh full of children around the farm, which I think is kind of cool, man. That like that's the coolest thing I've heard, man. <laughs> so, like so they, they would just, get in a sleigh, there'd be no horse, and the spirit would be like, "All right, I'm gonna pull you all around the farm," and it would like zip them around the farm. Yeah, that's badass. Yeah. It was like, yeah, hold tight, <laughs> hold on to your butt. So uh, let's see. Um, some nights over the over the the fire the hearth. Uh, it would commentate on basketball games. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. We obviously know where this is headed. Right. All right. So, all right. You just flip the page, and the next page is full of stuff. <laughs> we are not lying to you out there. Oh, boy, just flipped the page. I thought this was going on too long. It was no, almost done. Is, no, There's like is, six more things. I think, yeah, I think we're good. If, we, if you guys want to go on to the tour we took uh, oh, yeah. yesterday. So that's the story of the Bell Witch. That's how she spooked people over the years. I don't, some of you might have known all that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I some of you of might not have. 
<laughs> anyway, so we want to give you our story of the Bell Witch, which is basically the field trip from start to finish. So sure. the three of us got together uh, with uh, my nine-year-old Asher, and we wanted to expose him to the Bell Witch because all week I was like saying, hey, this is going to be like super scary and spooky, and it's something cool we can all go do together. Yeah. And he likes you two, and he likes when it's all guys. So we, we The have- band? No. <laughs> no, not you too. Joshua Tree. They suck. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. No. So uh, he was excited, but I had to get him like amped up for it. I was like, so Asher, I'm going to tell you this, and I-, I need you to know that once we get there, there's a part of this tour where we go in the cave. And at one point during the tour in the cave, they make everybody go in behind this cave wall in this empty pitch black room for exactly 60 seconds. And you have to stand there, and the Bell Witch might present herself, and she might not. And he was like, nah. And I, I thought he was going to be like, no, I'm out. Like, I'm out. He's like, no. Okay. Were you like, if she appears, you have to make out with her for 60 seconds? No. He basically said, <laughs> that's a good idea. He basically said, no, if she shows up, I'll just turn around and bang on the door and say, hey, y'all, the Bell Witch is in here. I was like, that's not how things work. Um, anyway, so he was excited to go. We wake up. We leave Nashville about 9.15-ish in the morning yeah. because uh, it opens at 10. So we wanted to get there. It's about 35 minutes away. We stopped at a gas station, got a little bit of breakfast on the way. Yeah. Um, I got some ham that was way too salty and a biscuit. I did too. Yeah. Um, so we get up there, and it's 10 o'clock in the morning, and we show up, and we're like, what is this? I remember the uh, the first sign that we saw when we were driving in, right when we pulled in on the gravel road to get back to the Bell Witch uh, cabin, it said no profanity. And I uh, remember Did that, it really? Yeah, it did. Oh, fuck, It did. Man. It was like no drinking, no, uh, no alcohol, no drugs, no something, and then no profanity. And I was like, oh, shit. And then we start driving back in there, and we show up, and mm. it's this cabin, this little welcome cabin. And we walk in, and there's as many people there as there were in my car. Um, so oh, there's more, probably. Yeah, four or five people just hanging out. Um, they all work there or live there. And we show up, and we're four people. Yeah, there was a We house. get checked in. They say, do you want to do the cave or the cave or the cabin or the cave and cabin? We're like, well, if we drove this far, we might as well do both. Sure. So we pay our $20 a piece uh, for the cave and cabin tour. It's $18 plus tax. Um, I think if you split them up, the cave was 10 the cabin's 8 um, okay. so we're, we pay and then we're sitting there and you think that there's nobody else here. Just go ahead and take us on this tour. Right. right. And I, at that moment I was like, this place is probably a bust. Like it's us four that showed up first thing Just in the morning. Us, yep. The next group might come after lunch and then maybe they have one more this afternoon. I was completely wrong within 10 minutes and 10 minutes is a long time to sit there with some people you don't know way out in the middle of the country. Yeah. Plus, let, let's throw in the fact that there was like wasps swarming everywhere, everywhere. around on this deck. They're like yeah. killing him and spraying it with like wasp killer while we're hanging out on the deck. Yeah. Um, so that's going on. It's 10 minutes. We're like, okay, is the tour about to start? Asher's getting antsy. And then, Old boy's it, getting antsy. Old boy was getting real antsy. And there was then, not enough candy on this dress. Not close. And then you look over the hill, and it's like 10 cars rolling up to this place. And you're like, what is about Dude, to happen? Yeah, out of nowhere. And right then, we realized that this place in Adams, Tennessee is printing money. Oh, yeah. At $20 a pop, we show up, we're four, and then like a family of 11 shows up, yep. and then another couple, and then another five or six people that are together, and we're like, we went from, this is going to be a cool, intimate experience, to, well, our tour now contains 35 people. Yeah, now we can't, there's nowhere to sit in this old-ass cabin. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, you know how many people are on our tour? How many? 22. 22? Not, not including the kids. Wow. Yeah. That, that including oh man yeah like, i'm gonna bring that up because okay so we start the day and we go to this cabin right it's across a field you got to take a little walk across this field and you go to a recreated bell family cabin right um, you have no idea if it looked like this or if it didn't look like this yeah, i mean they could yeah. be lying to you it's it, just this old colonial cabin yeah the the book i read made the cabin sound like pretty dope man um, this cabin was just a cabin. I guess. And the tour guide we got to take us to the cabin was like the owner's granddaughter or something. And uh, yeah, maybe somebody's daughter. It, it was a young girl and she took us over there and 
she started talking and I was like, oh, whoa, this can't be the tour guide, right? And turns out, lucky for everyone in that situation, it wasn't because the tour guide ended up being a like JVC CD player that sat in every single one of these rooms. Yeah. It was it was insane. Like I don't know if you guys noticed too. Like she would kept walk in the room, everybody would sit down, and then she would just turn it on and walk out, like not really saying anything. Like it yeah. was terrible. So I I recorded audio recorded the or voice recorded all the stuff, you know. This is that okay? Was that okay? Did we? You didn't have to sign no. anything, did you? <clears throat> no. I mean, it's probably not okay, and I'm only going to play like a tiny little excerpt from it. But I just want people to know the quality of this recording that you just go into this room and listen to. I'm just going to jump into it in a random spot, but we'll be able to hear the witch, the witch voice. So let's let's paint a picture. We all walked into this room. They had chairs all around the room, old creaky chairs, and you all sit down. And then she hits play. Elizabeth Bell. She was the youngest girl in our family, and we all called her Betsy. She was 12 years old when the haunting started, and it seemed that Kate had two main reasons for coming to our home. I've come to get you, John. I've come to kill you. There is only Zool. <laughs> exactly. So immediately, I think that like they they've hired these voiceover actors. The guy sounds straight out of Disney. The narrator, and oh, then yeah, I mean, I think the witch kind of sounds like like a Charlize Theron or like you know one of the the bad witch in uh, Thor Ragnarok. Kate uh, oh, okay, yeah. Are you trying to say that they got that caliber of talent to record that? <laughs> I don't know. They did not get those names, but they get they got you know lookalikes or soundalikes. See, in this for, situation. I don't know about you guys, but for me, as soon as we sat down in there and she hit play on that thing and that, like, after I heard the voice for three seconds, I was like, what the fuck? What did, are we yeah. doing here? This is the biggest, like, piece of shit ever. It well, was. We walked in and saw that, like, you know, everything kind of looks old timey. It looks like a cracker barrel, right? And then, <laughs> yeah. But then we see this thing and we're like, what? What is that right there? And yeah, as soon as yeah, as soon as she hit play, we're like, oh, yeah. Oh, and then she just okay. walks out of the room, and it's just like, and then you're just sitting there with a bunch of strangers listening to a CD for ten minutes. Yep. Like it was the so least you, engaging. So you spend ten minutes, ten minutes in that first room. Then you go up to the top where they kind of lived. Spend ten minutes up there, and then you go back downstairs to the third room and spend about ten minutes in there. Yeah. And then that's over. So we'll call it a thirty minute tour. That's an exaggeration. It was probably like five minutes in each room. Sure. Because okay. I think the whole tour was maybe about 20, 25 minutes. They've yeah. got all these old creepy like stuffed dolls, like and like <laughs> you, when you go upstairs, the dad's like sitting behind a roll a roll, a roll roll desk, and like he's doing work over in the corner, and you've got a kid like standing next to his bed, and it it yeah, I don't know where they got these mannequins. The third room was the creepiest one with the guy laying, the old man Bell laying in the bed. Yeah, um, Herschel. From Walking Dead. <laughs> I love how they were like, "Don't take pictures inside." I mean, obviously, some some people were taking pictures inside, but it's like I feel like it's just so people don't know how crappy the inside of that cabin is, like yeah. how disappointing the inside is. So yeah. my and my favorite was this is like the granddaughter of the person who runs this place, and there's this lady there that obviously traveled somewhat of a distance, and she was drilling her with questions, and the girl just could not answer no, them no. Um, at all. And she was just like, well, is anything original in this house? Is this chair original? And I'm like, man, that chair looks like it came out of my grandmother's yeah, house. That, that wouldn't be original. She, so the girl goes, there's To be two. honest, that was kind of a dumb question. It really, it really <laughs> was. Because they started by saying, this is a recreation of the house. <laughs> right. So the girl was like, yes, there's two original artifacts in the genealogy room, which is the last room going to. It's like exit through the gift shop, except there was no exit. You just kind of went in there and got back cornered oh i'm Uh, sorry that's the place you weren't supposed to take pictures not the rest of the house oh okay so we go in there (laughs) and the girl was like yeah there's two original artifacts from the original house in there but didn't know what they were (laughs) we could have been looking at anything i found out what they were one of them was a kettle and one of them was a foundation rock okay i knew the kettle was one because it was just like kind of the most smashed thing in the corner like it's like this has to be original or else why would they just have a smashed artifact in the corner yeah Yeah. but yeah they didn't i wrote that i took that as a note on my phone like they yeah two artifacts in this room no even clue as to what they are no No hint (laughs) choose wisely (laughs) sent you in this room and then all the rest is just what was it like letters and just newspaper articles and like other there were more books for sale 
Yeah. There's a lot of books for sale out yeah, there. Yeah, lot, lots of books. There's a CD. You could buy the CD. You could buy the... Shut up. Really? I guess so. That has to be what it was, right? You could just buy it. So uh, so we, we leave the cabin tour after a very less than ideal experience, and we walk back up to the main like place where we bought the tickets. Mm-hmm. And then we're standing there for a few minutes. I mean, it's, it's very disorganized. So if you go out there, don't expect organization, right? So they add... Another, well, I mean, we're already at 22, 20 something, and I yeah. think they add another 10 people to our tour yeah. uh, for the cave part. Yeah. And they send you down the hill. Beautiful little walk. I mean, you're you're out in the country, so right then, it's it already feels good this time of year. Right on the Red River. Yep. Um, where you got you guys have done a canoe trip up there. You so were on that canoe trip. I wasn't. I, sh- I, I was not. You I didn't get been. the invite. Okay. Right. But it's okay. So we walk down <laughs> the bluff of this uh, river and <laughs> that I haven't been on, and we go down to the side, and there's the mouth of the cave. Right. So we get down there, and we're about to enter the cave, and it's our, we're already 30-something people deep. And then a radio comes on, and the lady takes the call, and she's like, hey, can you do five more? And she's like, eh, I don't know. Okay, I guess I'll do five more. So then we had to wait for five more people to walk way down from the tickets to the cave. Yeah. Meanwhile, there's already like 25 people in the cave. Who there's somehow right. miraculously showed up while the time, the 30 minutes we were at this cabin and ended up way in the back of the cave. And that's when I think old boy looked at me and goes, man, they are printing money at this Dude, place. Yeah. There were so many cars when we, by the time we left. Yeah. It was impressive, man. I mean... For what? So we go in this cave and we take a take a little stroll down to the first room through some you know very tight quarters, um, which I, I think is awesome, man. Sure. Anytime I can go underground, I think it's great. This um, was by far the highlight of the whole experience was climbing or walking through those caves. Like yeah. I agree, being in a cave underground is just always a cool. There's and, something cool about it. And for like us, we we live in the area, so we've obviously been to like we live near caves, Mammoth mm-hmm. Cave, Cave City. Um, so they're huge caves and this is kind of one of those little narrow ones where you could, if you're claustrophobic, it might pause, cause a problem. Right. Sure. Um, but I absolutely enjoyed the cave. They could have not talked through the entire cave portion of the tour. Uh, and I would have been completely fine just exploring a cave. But so we go down this hallway and then we stop in the room number one. And mm-hmm. then, uh, what happens? Our tour guide hops up on a rock and gives us the exact same story and tour that we just walked out of from the cabin. There's one added story about, I guess, the kid getting stuck in the cave and the spirit rescuing the kid. Which was the best story of all of them because they were like, all their lights went out and then the cave was totally illuminated. And oh, this yeah. Kid, right. like, they could see something pulling this kid out of the mud or whatever. It's like, man, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Don't no, stare at the deadlights, right? Yeah, exactly. It was a pretty surreal story. Um, <clears throat> but what countered that was the fact that somebody asked a question. And I can't, was it old boy or was it Asher, my nine year old? We're the only two asking questions. You were the only two asking questions. I can't remember. What question was asked or how it was asked, but it was basically um, when she explained when the witch came back and was predicting world wars, world wars and civil wars and the end of time was yeah. it you. You asked what happened during the end of time. And then it was almost like this tour guide got deer in the headlights and she just came up with the store, the book of revelations, like the witch predicted the last book of the she Bible. Said, uh, she said, I said, so what exactly did it predict about the end times? And the guy said, uh, uh, what, uh, it's, a, it's a lot like Revelations. There's some, there's, there's, some, couple, there's a couple of differences, but it's a, lot like, uh, it's a lot like the Bible. I was like, well, you mean like characters are different? Or like, <laughs> is there a twist ending? And what saved her at that point is the other group from the first group came back through and completely derailed this oh, questioning. Man, that, that's true. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. yeah. And so thankful for the her. first group, they saved the, the her the on the second group. She's um, like, oh, yeah. Everybody step back. Uh, they, they let these people through. Yeah. So, and then another thing that struck me very much was where she was standing. She was like, you need to hop up here because there's an original indian grave up here that is built out of these rocks well it wasn't original it wasn't it wasn't okay they re okay then that makes a lot more sense because i hopped up there and i was like somebody just rearranged these rocks to look like a little grave well i think well the story she gave was that they found this indian girl buried back in town and and uh 
an anthropologist or somebody came up from Bowling Green and then they didn't know what to do with the body. He wanted to take it back to a museum. They were like, no, you need to bury it here in town. Oh, we got a good idea. Let's put her in the cave. Let's put it in our tourist cave. Yep. So, Where we also kept groceries at one point. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's, Let's put, put her in the body fridge. In our so, fridge. Uh, just put that butter over there by the Native American remains. <laughs> so, so they, so, and, and I'll, I'll be honest, this, this, it really made me very, very sad and, and kind of upset. But they, so they, they didn't bury her. They put her in this box and it's called something like a, uh, they give it a name, some kind of body box. Yeah. And it's, um, they put her in the cave right in the middle of the damn tour. And then they said, yeah, but somebody stole her remains a couple of years later. No, or, or, yeah. It was like in the 1800s when the remains are stolen, right? Yeah. Like, it was still a long time ago, but. So like nobody knows where in the, where in the hell the body went. That's just very, I don't know. Just. Yeah. So. Terrible. Terrible. The whole thing sounds a little fishy. You know it does. And so we're now we're done with the first room, which we're all scratching our heads. Even Asher's scratching his head at this point. Yeah. And she's like, "All right, let's go back to the the next room." And we this is where it gets a little claustrophobic. If you have trouble bending over or uh, crouching down, you're gonna have to because there's one point where I think the the tallest opening is about three feet tall. So you have to get up underneath it, and then you come into the second room, which. The second room reminded me a lot of the movie The Goonies. Um, totally. When, when they go down into the like the cavern part before they find the ship, because um, you're like hopping up over rocks, you hear water falling, you've got like dripping from the sides. I mean, it's you could film something back there and it'd be incredibly awesome. It's not that big, but uh, I got in that room and I was like, "This is great. I could sit in here for." quite a while and turns out we ended up having to <laughs> <laughs> you're right <laughs> because there was 40 people on tour and it took forever to get them all in and then she tells a little bit more of a story back there um next to the big rock that is shaped like a massive the th- walnut yeah the three thousand year old what you call eagle rock yeah because it looks like an eagle spreading its wings or something like that but if you crack yeah. it open it's like solid running mud or something it's I, minerals yeah it's, it, it's all it's a mineral deposit i guess so it's it's got layers of mud that are like really rich multicolored mud or something that's so back in rich. the second room you're not going to get so much of the bell witch story um this is where it turns into education about stalactite tights and stalagmites <laughs> right crash course <laughs> yes yeah, it's, it's a crash course because stalactites hang on tight hang on tight from the ceiling and stalagmites might. might make it to the top and, that, and right that, then i just started laughing was that the first time you've ever heard that i yeah it makes no sense to me like stalactite got a cool name it's hanging on tight it's up top stalagmites might make it to the top like, yeah, it's just a, it's just to help you remember which is which. But we we got a crash course on caving back there. So and, distraws. Yeah, and then we were told that the cave went on, but we weren't allowed to go because it's about knee deep water, and it went back about another hundred feet. At this point, she was like, "Well, what everybody wants to do is they want to be as quiet as possible. So what yeah. we're gonna do is we're gonna take a few minutes." And right <laughs> then, I was like, "What do you mean a few minutes?" So everybody in this cave was expected to be completely still and quiet for a few minutes. A few minutes, a moment of silence. They should have turned the lights off. They should have, but they, I mean, but anyway. they didn't make a sound, sign any waivers or anything going True. in there. Mm-hmm. So like, that's probably why they didn't. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Like when they, if you go to Mammoth hurt. Cave when they turn off the lights, everybody's like sitting on those benches. People aren't just right. like standing around a room in mud and water. True. True. So yeah. when she did turn the light, or not turn the light, when she asked for the silence for a few minutes, yep. I closed my eyes and you could hear water running, obviously, but apparently this is where most people have heard the most things. Now, let me go back for just a second and try to make this as fast as possible. Somebody also asked her, and I believe it was Asher, not Old Boy, in the previous room what she has heard in this cave being in there alone. Mm-hmm. And she says dogs barking. She says she heard rocks being thrown up against the wall. She heard you know, footsteps and things like that. But then at the end, she said she heard gunshots. Right. And yeah. that is the one thing that I was like, all right, you you captivate me until you say one thing on everything you say on this tour. It's, I was just waiting for her to hurt, like come out with some crazy conspiracy, and I heard this voice that said QAnon was right, and Donald <laughs> Trump is our savior. Yeah, when they asked for that silence at the end, and we all closed, not closed our eyes. Right. I, some of us did, and just listened. Did you guys hear anything? Yeah, I heard somebody say, "Give me your wallet," and I was like. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, no, I didn't hear you anything. You didn't? No, I didn't hear anything. No, I didn't hear anything either. Here's a crazy thing. I did hear something, but when I closed my eyes, I heard what sounded like a TV show and a man talking very fast on a TV show on a TV behind this waterfall. And I heard it, and I was smiling. And I didn't open my eyes to look around and see if anybody else was like, what is this? But I literally heard something like that. That's funny. That That's something they did mention, though, was, was somebody, yeah. A TV. Yeah. Um, and I, I heard that. Maybe it's just sounds pre- playing tricks on me or what, but. Well, somebody made a good point, too. They said, or the lady said that we were about 500 feet in, which is pretty much right underneath that brick house. That we're, yeah, that right underneath about their basement or something. Yeah, so it could yeah. be, uh, you know. Could have been an old Judge lady Judy. listening to something very loud. Yeah, could be. All right, so. <laughs> Judge Judy. Bellwitch is a huge fan of Judge Judy. I, the stories I've read, it could be. So this is over, um, and she was like, all right, that's the tour. Basically, see yourselves out. I'll be in the very back. Um, and Yeah, taking up the rear, right? That was it. We passed a group in the first room, again, printing money up there in Adams, Tennessee, and we exited the cave, went back to the top, and that was our day, other than Old Boy did go in and purchase a souvenir, which is one of the books. Yeah, I got one of the books. What do you, I mean, what, what, why do you think any of those people would be in that cave alone anyway? I mean, you know. To fix some lights? Like the lights going all the way to the back, okay, maybe? Okay. Or, you know, going back there to uh, expand your mind or something. Hey. See, if I, I had a cave at my disposal, I would be in right? there all the time. If there was right. already, I would put like crazy up lights in there and just totally pike party. Chill. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, when that moment of silence, I was like, dude, I could sleep in caves, man. Right. That was pretty soothing. Like just the sound of the water dripping like in the back of the cave. Yeah, it's pretty dope. So you think we should approach them and say, do you have any like lock-ins? I had, that was the very first question I yeah, asked. I was like, they were like, they shut it down immediately. Yeah, they said no. Like as soon as we got there, I was like, so uh, can, you know, do y'all allow people to stay the night? here or anything they're like nope <laughs> and then i asked again later like what if the money was right no and i said okay, yeah okay. all right i'll give I, it up i mean but come on like come on money is right yeah in the off season yeah. like they're gonna turn down some money so if that's it about the tour i just want to talk about a couple of the random notes that I've, like, yeah that well, i've taken before Shoot. before you get into the random notes i'd love to know a rating on this tour say for $18, you do Cabin and Cave. Would you do it again, and what would you rate this, let's say, out of 10? Uh, I'm going to take Asher's rating, which was a 6, because that just sounds like a fair number. Okay. I I, maybe, I, yeah, sure. That's Better fine. than 50-50. Mm-hmm. I was going to say like a 2 or a 3. Okay. A 2 yeah. or a 3, that's a low rating. I'm going to go 7.2. Okay. I, I had a good <laughs> So good. I, 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 what you judge it on, how your, your metric system, I would love to see this. It's got it okay, so if I could go, of 0.8. If I could make any suggestions no out snacks. there, it would be to not to just skip the cabin part, just do the K for 10 bucks. Uh, maybe buy a book and use that money from the cabin part to purchase your book or some, I don't know, bottled yeah. water or something. But The cabin was the worst part. I would pay yeah. 10 bucks to go to a cave. I don't care if I had a tour guide or not. Um, it was it was just really cool. Yeah, um, the cave was nice, and it's all we- natural. The yeah. weather to me was nice. Just, you know, the atmosphere with you guys being there. I, yeah. I had a good time. No, I, I wouldn't try. Yeah, I would say the trip as a whole was like, a you know, a 7.8. Okay, 7.8 for the whole trip. So, do you have notes on where we stopped for lunch? No, I did not take notes on that. Okay, before you get into your notes, we want to round this out by saying on the way back, we want to push a little roadside attraction slash market. Now, it's not Captain Spaulding's hot chicken and gasoline but it's, it's not close far off. <laughs> it's close yeah it is a steward's steward i thought it was stewart's market but it's no. steward steward's market yeah. steward's market um out there in adams tennessee uh it's right before you turn onto the road that goes to the cave yeah and we stopped there for lunch i got a uh, a melt the adams melt and it contained more ham and it had more salt in the ham, so it was a, a very ham-filled salt day. I had I had a heavy pork day yesterday. You I, did, yeah. I had ham, yeah, twice before noon. I, yeah, I I don't have much to say about that place except for the fact that I got a chicken sandwich, fries, and a coke for like four ninety-eight or something like that. Yeah, so. they were drying tobacco out back, um, and they had an interesting sign on the side of the building. Tell them what it said. What the sign said. 
Uh, yeah, so I'll post a picture of it, but it said mate to order instead of made to order. It's like, one of your classic roadside signs that says like Adams, uh, Stewards Adams, Tennessee Market, and it's like burgers, ice cream, French fries, and it says mate to order, M-A-T-E. And I have yeah. a question. Is that like a mate you can order, or do you have to mate to order? <laughs> huh. Well, I, didn't think I ordered like that. and did not mate, so I guess it's the first one. It's a... <laughs> Also, or you, also, the advertisement on that sign was Spider Energy Drink for 99 cents. Have you guys ever heard of Spider Energy Drink? I have not. No. All right, cool. No. All in all, we did not spend much time there, but if you need something to eat after your cave tour in Adams, Go up the road to the barbecue joint. Yeah, <laughs> continue on. A, about a quarter of a mile up on the left-hand side, there's a barbecue station. I don't know what it was we didn't eat there, but I guarantee it was Parking better. lot was full, so it tells you it was good. Are you? Yeah, you want to share some notes on uh, of the of the day? So yeah, it was. I mean, I just had a couple of quick things. Um, like I kind of had a th- ominous feeling about the cabin as soon as like we were sitting on the deck and that was like taking longer to get it set up. And one of the workers there, who's I guess daughter, was the person giving the quote unquote tour. I say that very loosely. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was like, "Oh yeah, she's scared to go upstairs. She always hears noises up there." And I was just like, "Feel like I, at that moment, I was like, fuck you." Like, they were selling us such, right yeah, off. This I mean, is such bullshit. Just casual right conversation right off the bat. Another note I took, and this is just probably mean, but uh, I'm pretty sure one of the people on our tour was wearing a Juggalo shirt. <laughs> I thought that too. It was that girl with short cut hair, yeah, blonde yeah. hair. Oh, when I she walked up, I was like, that's an ICP shirt. Oh, man, I wasn't paying close enough attention. And then uh, when we were hanging on the deck before more people got there, I was just like, there was a countdown in my head of like when somebody was going to say something racist. Like maybe that's unfair, but it's, no, I don't think it is unfair it, because it was very like, they were already saying some loose stuff that was like, okay, we were on a fence line right there and yeah. it could have gone either way at any moment. And that lat, I mean, I felt uncomfortable for about an hour cause I knew something was coming out. And at some point, somebody on that porch had to say something, and it probably wasn't going to be me. Yeah. No. I, I don't know if they were just waiting for the city slickers to get out of there to let them. I don't know. That, that's that's unfair. Like, I shouldn't be judgmental about that. But I, the the way they were talking led me to believe that it wasn't far away. Yeah. I, yeah. I can second that. It, it was. Uh, I feel like I might cut that out. It's all right. So. All right, so I thought what we would do is uh, maybe throw out some theories of what we think the Bell Witch really is. <laughs> okay. Do you guys want to do this? Do you want to go first? I've got, I've got some, I've got some good theories. Okay, I don't have any theories other than I don't believe in spirits. So, if what about the, sto- the Holy Spirit? I'm, I don't you know. Can't be. The yes. further we go along, the further it's kind of confusing. Anyway, so um, <laughs> I, I. I you if think? this spirit was really, it's not haunted. It's not scary. It's it's like this jealous ex girlfriend of somebody in that family who is haunting the family because she was done wrong by like a brother, and then I don't know something about that one girl not marrying that one dude because I think that this witch used to fuck that one dude and then she might have died, and so she haunts her saying you can't go after him because I didn't. It's kind of one of those whole if I can't have you, no one can type things. And then the dad, I think, had something to do uh, with that girl as well. Like Betsy, yeah. the daughter? No, 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 not the daughter, the witch. Oh, okay. So okay. I think the witch used Kate? to be a Kate. Kate. By I the think way, Kate. we didn't even talk about that. They yeah. called the witch Kate. Yeah, Kate. it, it yeah. called herself Kate. Okay. Yeah, so but I mean, yeah, it's, it's I think strange. Kate used to hook up with the dude that Betsy was supposed to marry and the dad and died. Somehow, and now she's that's the reason she's haunting the family. Okay. So, wait, right. she like the young dude because wasn't Betsy like 12? Yeah, so she was hooking up with a fellow like 32 year old. No, no, that's... that was that was something else, which we didn't even touch on. I'm kind of glad, honestly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they without, yeah, if, if that's the real creepy part about this story, but we won't even touch upon it. I all think that, when so. we were on the tour, one of the other people that we were on the tour with said something like, did they say, sounds like a jealous ex-wife or something like that? Right, yeah, yeah. He's like, I don't think this is a ghost. Sounds like, yeah, jealous ex-wife is what he said, which is which is pretty good. Um, so what's your theory? Hold on, you got one? I've got, I've got four theories. Okay, my theory is just that this is, was 100% uh, 
a scam from the beginning. Like this, these people got to Tennessee. They had 10 kids to feed. They were like, we're not very good at farming. We're not good at doing this other shit. We heard this story about a spirit haunting somebody once. Let's just play up on that. And then they just... Ran I'm, with on, it. I'm on board like with they that. just ran with it and then like you said i mean there was people coming from around the world in the early 1800s to this farm to see this cabin or whatever you know like yeah. i think from the get-go 100 percent it was a scam especially the fact that it appeared again in 1824 mm-hmm. only talked to the oldest son for oh, two oh, weeks yeah but only him he's the only person that saw it or talked to it or heard it or whatever then it said it was coming back 107 years later Nothing since Which that. gives them plenty of time to sell tours for 107 years. Yeah, that's, exactly. That's pretty good. I, right. I don't know. I uh, like like the Titanic conspiracy. I think you convinced me with very little facts there. <laughs> like, and I, just from what I saw, I want to believe. I want to believe in stuff sure. like this. But to me, this there's just no. I don't know. I now want to believe it's fake. Like, I really want to, and I want to. I want to bl- w- blow a whistle on these people. All right. So. <laughs> Stories of shame. You want to be a whistleblower? Yeah, we're just gonna sit outside the, the property. All of this is a sham. <laughs> Don't waste your money. Okay, All and right. they won't let you cuss in there. Yeah, that's right. No profanity. All right, so here's my theory. Okay, because this thing claimed to uh, to know the past and the future and all that. So my theory is is this is like the Terminator. Okay, so it's a time traveler that's sent back in time. Um, as a disembodied, it's invisible because you know you can do that in the future, and it is there simply to prevent somebody from being born, and it's from that lady and the dude that she. Uh, oh shit! So he's she's like, I have one goal: it's to, and I will fuck you up if you get if you marry homeboy. And you're saying the dad was for the wedding, or for yep. the marriage. The dad was the biggest mm. proponent for it, and she was like, you. You shut the fuck up, and you shut the fuck up. So was she, it like? Kept him in was it like? So it's like Linda like, Carter. It, it, it's Linda Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, and she's Linda she's not a Terminator, but yes, kind of. Yeah, like a okay, like so, a. Sorry, let me, let me clear this up a little bit. Terminator, like it's a robot that's come back, or it's a John Connor type person that's come back. It's a Kevin Bacon future <laughs> invisible hollow person. Man. That, it's no, hollow, hollow man, man that has traveled. Uh, yeah, right. yeah, okay. yeah. So it's not a robot, but it's, yeah, it's, it's a, uh, it's the guy. What's okay. the guy's name in, uh, John Connor or no, uh, Kyle Reese. Kyle. Yeah. Kyle. Okay. Reese. So it's Kyle Bacon. Kyle Bacon. Back in time to prevent a birth. Did we just write hollow man too? I mean, I, I'm on board with this theory 100%. Like, hey, I, you know, I'll do whatever it takes, but I'm going to stick around for four years till you get to that age yeah. where you can have kids, but I'm making sure you do not marry this dude. And the dad, you just leave it alone, dude. And it, right. that's that's it. So so we had an adult man, presumably, that traveled back in time. That or it's got, a woman. It could be a woman. Okay. Okay, it could okay. be a woman. Yeah. So it's a regard, regardless, it's an adult. Yep. Travel back in time. Willing to go the lengths of roughing up a twelve-year-old on a daily basis to get because <laughs> the alternative would have been like I'd have to murder it, right? I'd probably right. have to kill her. So okay. it's like you know what I'll do? I'll just slap her around. That'll I got to get the point across. Yeah, I guess that is the more humane way. I'm sorry. And it, the, so the book I was reading it it said something to the to the effect that said, "Why are you tormenting me?" It said it said one day you'll you'll get it. Like you'll understand where I'm from, why I'm here. And why, why I'm doing this to you'll you? Save but our right race now, of people. right? Yeah, your descendant's gonna blow up the world or something. And it said Skynet. Yep, Skynet. <laughs> Skynet. It's gonna invent Skynet. That's it. So and so Gardner. I think you should stop there. I don't think any more theories. Need no, to no, be no, said. no, no, no. I've got, I got. Uh, what's the new? I got trilogies set out for this thing. Uh, you, you said you had four theories. That was oh, one of oh, them. Oh yeah, you don't. The other ones. Uh, the other one was, um, oh, this isn't my theory. I read this, that there is a thing called poltergeist faking syndrome, which is a real thing, and it's mischievous kids that do these things and blame it on a poltergeist. Okay, see, that's uh, uh, that's what I'm thinking. Right, right. Like, I'm yeah. thinking something like that happened, and then the parents, like the dad ran with it or something like that. Yeah. Like, so you're saying like this is turned into like a children of the corn thing no just mischievous. no i think it's like the early 1800s were probably boring as shit so kids had a, <laughs> an active imagination unlike nowadays they were gnawing at bedposts because they were so bored i well, still they, think that was a raccoon in the attic <laughs> well it could just be one of them just making the noise and then, you know yeah. everybody gets up and it's like man what is that and she's like man i don't know i hear it too yeah <laughs> 
And then everybody gets back in bed, and it's like I don't know. I like your Terminator theory like, better. Can you, you that? can you even imagine making something up, and then other people just like start like something like that? <laughs> and then some dude is like, "Yeah, I'm from England, and I made a phone call through this witch to England." And Andrew, they're just like, "Yeah, sure you did." Ah! Yeah, Andrew Jackson shows up, and you're like, "Oh God, man, I got to keep this thing up for four years. <laughs> I'm about to kill somebody." <laughs> I mean, come on, dude, what a racket. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. It's 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 interesting, I guess, but it, it it's all up in there. Who knows what it was? It's not back. I like your theory. I think they they should just tell that theory on the tour. Yeah. The Terminator theory, yeah. time traveler. Okay, yeah, I Comes like back. that too. Got to prevent that. Well, so that that's this week's episode. We went to we took the trek for everybody out there, whether you want to go or not. It is. Uh, your kid has to be like five years old or older. Here's another crazy thing about yesterday, mm-hmm. which I thought the witch and, and, and let they me touch on this really quick. They do tell you that if you go into the cave, um, if you collect anything from the cave and take it with you, which has been a popular thing like rocks or mm-hmm. you know anything from inside the cave, and you take it home with you that there is a haunting that follows you. And Bad that they, luck. Have, they yep. have had people mail rocks back to them uh, that they have con- you know, taken from the cave to for the people to put back in the cave. Right. And they said that they, they've had people mail shoes back to them where rocks have gotten <laughs> stuck in the soles. Yeah. They, um, they, they were going through all kinds of crazy things that people mailed back or wrote letters to say that I took this and this is how I was haunted. That Yeah, that's like, a, I've always heard that about like some of the black rocks in Hawaii um, on one of the famous volcano that people take black rocks and then they get home, have bad luck, send them back. And it sounds very suspiciously very similar to that. So, so, so let me ask you a question. Are you going to send back your shorts now <laughs> that they have mud from the cave on them? I did take a seat in the cave at one point and got a lot of mud. And until I went to sleep last night... That was in the back of my mind. I was <laughs> before I was going to bed. I took these shorts off, and they had a little bit of a mud stain on the back of them from where I sat down in the cave, and I sure. put them on the ground. And it took a little bit longer than normal to get to sleep last night. But um, I, I stayed up reading that book, man, and my dog scratched the door. Man, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I was like, man, what the fuck was that? My wife's dead asleep, and man, that was my dog. Yeah. So we took something from me it. Up. Um, sure was it? I mean, I had to. What is funny? It sounded like it came from a different door, but anyway. So I, it was my dog. Not is it was a less than ideal tour, but if you want to take the trek up there, kids got to be five or older. It's twenty bucks basically to do the whole thing. It'll last you about two hours. I'd say the cave part is worth it if you like caves. The story part you could probably could read online. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing, man. If they, I mean, obviously, I guess they're already raking in money, so they're not trying. But if they had some like better tour people, like mm-hmm. it would be legit. They just need a couple. They need a couple of storytellers. Engaging. Just, it just yeah, needs to be just engaging. Pay somebody five dollars more an hour. And get and get somebody from Nashville to come up there and give tours. Yeah, seriously. Uh, they they don't do a very good marketing job. I guess the the legend of the Bell Witch draws people enough, so they don't yeah. think that they have to do that advertising. Well, be spreading that legend, dude. I had a good time uh, being with you guys. Uh, probably yeah. wouldn't have had a good time just with my family. No, but <laughs> not bad things to say about my family. But um, it was fun to analyze something and go do something that is you know very. Uh, local to Tennessee and yeah. has such of a long le- such a long legend both nationally and, and internationally and for Ghost Hunter TV show or whatever she said visited there Paranormal uh, Nate Paranormal Nate yeah was it Paranormal Nate yeah. they, they did a show there I um, think so yeah uh, they, they they've had a few shows out there but uh, if you get a chance go up 35 miles it is October so they are doing festivals every weekend and it's family friendly so if you don't want to do the cave or cabin tour you can kind of hang out on the grounds where they have things for people to do that did lasts they, every wait, weekend wait, in October. Wait. Let's not false advertise. Did they have that? I thought they said they didn't do that. Well, we were there first thing in the morning. I think they were setting up. They're doing um, something in, in October. Oh, in later October. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. On the, on the weekends leading up to Halloween, there's kind of like day festivals, I guess. Oh, okay. Um, so, We'll be back next week with another episode that has to do with Halloween. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, it is going to be our Nashville-themed episode where we're going to go out and actually take the bullet, take the silver bullet for you guys out there. And we're going to visit some haunted houses here in Nashville, give our reviews on it, and tell you if it's worth the shit or not. 
I'm excited about that because I think I mentioned it on the other episode, but now it's really ramping up. Like I can hear the Nashville yeah. Nightmare like super loud in my backyard on the weekend, and it's yeah, it's I'm, so great. I'm getting pumped too. Like uh, initially, I was like, man, I've done haunted houses, but now that's like October, it's here. I'm like, we just did that ghost tour. I'm like, all right, yeah, 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 yeah. a lot of field I'm trips ready. this month. We saw it too. We went to Adams, Tennessee, to the cave. We're gonna do some. We're gonna uh, advance some haunted houses for you guys this week. So and then whether, we're going trick or treating, and then we're going trick or treating. Yeah. So whether you like it or not, we'll be back next week with a another Halloween related episode, and we'll give you our take on the haunted houses here and now. Nashville uh, to see if you actually want to get out and see some. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for listening. Uh, Check out the socials and remember to always vaccinate your kids. Uh, We hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you don't have children, have one. Have one. Catch up. Yeah. We want you to know what we go through. Yeah. The fear. 